Welcome to the Christian Essentials Podcast, sponsored by ChristianGiftDepot.com and by iSuccess Academy, helping people succeed. Now, here's your host, Teddy Levron. Welcome back uh, to the podcast. Glad you made it. Uh, Hopefully you've had some time this past week to consider the topic that we were talking about. We began our discussion of Christian growth last week, and we started talking about prayer as one of the most important components of the tools that we can use in order to grow in our spiritual walk with the Lord. So let's dig right in. Uh, Last week I told you that we would uh, be looking at scripture verses related to prayer, and we want to start with um, a verse from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 19. So here's what it says. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. So what it says is pray without ceasing. What in the world does it mean to pray without ceasing. How could that possibly be possible? Uh, we have to work. We have to tend to our children. Uh, we have to uh, do housework. We have to do a whole lot of things, yard work, everything else, right? We have to go to work every day. We have to go to our jobs and, and do that well. So how can we pray without ceasing? What does that really mean? Well, really what uh, the writer is talking about is living in an attitude of prayer. That's basically what he's talking about. If we stay in a prayerful spirit during the day while we're doing all of these other tasks, then scripture verses that we've studied are going to come to mind. Uh, We're going to remember conversations that we've had with people. While we're doing our task, we can be engaged in prayer for people. Uh, We can be engaged in uh, praying for opportunities to share the gospel with other people around us, uh, and so on. So the idea of praying without ceasing is not an impossible task. It's not something that that we have to stop and uh, join some sort of exclusive club so that we can sit inside all day or out in a garden all day and spend time with God, quote-unquote. No. God is present with us everywhere we go. If we've accepted the Lord and we are Christians and we're walking our spiritual journey with Him, God is everywhere. God's with us throughout the day. Of course, we need quiet time with God. There needs to be time that we can set aside in order to spend some personal time with God to be able to study His Word, to be able to get some direction from Him through His Word, and uh, from the, the thought processes that he gives us, uh, we need to spend time with uh, other people that are like-minded, other people from the church and teachers and pastors uh, that can help us to understand how God is leading us or how God may be gifting us to do certain things with our lives. Uh, so there's a lot of aspects there as to how we can pray without ceasing, uh, but don't misunderstand. Don't misunderstand that this has to be like your profession. Uh, You're a full-time prayer warrior. Uh, Okay, fine. Yes, maybe some people are called to do that. Other people need to understand, most of us need to understand, 
that prayer is something that we can engage in throughout the day and be in a prayerful attitude, looking for opportunities to please God with our life through the day. That's the idea of praying without ceasing. So if that's the case, then what is prayer? At its basic, at its basic level, prayer is communication with God. It's talking to God and then quietly listening. It's a two-way conversation. Now, before you go off thinking that God's going to talk to you audibly, uh, there have been episodes of that in the Bible. Um, I have not personally experienced that. But the idea is that when we talk about that there's a two-way conversation with God, we're talking about the fact that we ask and we ask for guidance, and then God will help us to understand uh, the thought processes that God gives us in processing the Word, the Holy Spirit working in our thought processes, um, the way that other people interact with us related to the Word. All of those things we consider as being able to hear back from God. So it, when we pray, if we're going to sit quietly and pray, we need to ask God to give us understanding, pray for the need, and God may lead us to specific scriptures that apply to that principle. That's one way that we can hear from God. Um, I, I had a man one time ask me in private because he was embarrassed. He had just become a Christian, uh, and he had been going to church with his wife. And the pastor and the people in the church uh, kept standing up and giving testimonies about things that they had experienced during the week. And they kept using the phrase that they had gone into their prayer closet and God spoke to them. And that was very confusing to him uh, because he, he didn't quite understand. So he pulled me aside. Uh, his wife had asked me to come over to their house uh, to talk to him. So she walked out of the room and he quickly leaned over and he said, let me ask you something. He said, do you have a prayer closet? And I sensed at that point that this was going to go in a direction that uh, some people would find humorous, uh, but the man was very serious about what he was asking me. And I said, I think I know what you're about to ask me, but go ahead and explain. He said, well, he said, people keep talking about their prayer closet and they go in their prayer closet and they hear from God. He said, so I went in the closet when my wife wasn't home and I closed the door and I sat there and I just listened and I didn't hear anything. He said, is there something wrong with me? And I said, no, there's nothing wrong with you. Uh, the, the problem is that people have not explained to you correctly what it means to hear from God. And some of you may be listening to, listening to this and thinking, oh, that's, that's really crazy. Why would somebody think that way? Well, let me explain. We use terminology in the Christian world that people who are not saved, people have, who have no experience with church and they're just getting saved, they're trying to understand what we're talking about, they can't understand it because we're using language that's sort of an insider code. And we need to become aware of that. I don't know who's listening to this program or you know where, where you are in your spiritual journey, but for those of you that are already Christians that came to this podcast to learn or explore what this was all about, let me say to you, 
please think about the phrases that you use when you're trying to lead people to the Lord and when you're trying to um, help them to grow in the Lord. Take nothing for granted. Uh, Listen to what you say and think about how those words may be interpreted by someone who has never heard that before. So if you had never heard that phrase prayer closet before and you had never heard the phrase uh, God speaking to you or you thought that you needed to hear him audibly, you're going to be pretty confused, right? So let's try not to do that to other people. What we're talking about when we say that uh, we have a prayer closet, it's a place where we can go to kind of be alone uh, so that we can spend some quiet time studying, allow the the rest of the, quote, noise of the world to kind of diminish so that we can hear from God. And like I said, we hear from God in, in several ways, and some of those ways have to do with uh, the the memory of Scripture, being led to Scriptures that actually deal with the situation that we're going through, uh, God leading us maybe to call an individual that we can ask questions to, Uh, There's a lot of ways there that we hear from God, but it's not uh, necessarily, or most of the time, it's not an audible voice telling you what to do. Uh, You may have an impression that, you know, I'm thinking, I need to call so-and-so. Okay, so call them, and let's see where that conversation goes, maybe. Or, I think this is the scripture I need to go and read. So you go and you read the scripture, And if it applies to what you're talking about, or actually ask God at that point, how does this apply to the situation that I'm praying about? And you'll start to get some understanding. Once the Holy Spirit starts working in your life and helping you to understand and helping to uh, give you knowledge of God's Word, things start making sense that never made sense before. That's one of the mysteries of this relationship with God. When I first got saved, um, I I have a pretty good comprehension of the English language and did at that time. Uh, But I would read the Bible and it wouldn't really make a lot of sense. Some things did and other things didn't. And I would just kind of skip over the things that I didn't understand uh, and figured, well, I don't know. I guess that's not really important or, or something, right? Later on down the line, uh, when I asked God to fill me with the Holy Spirit, and really helped me to understand his word. He did. And when I picked up the Bible the next time, I started reading through things that I had read through before, but suddenly they made sense. Uh, I can't explain that. I hadn't gotten any smarter. I hadn't done any other kind of study in particular, but all of a sudden those things were making sense. I could see how things were connected Uh, in the Word. Scriptures that are read in one place were related to scriptures in the other place in the Bible. Uh, I could see how those things actually applied to what I was doing in my daily life. And again, it wasn't because I had gotten smarter. It was because the Holy Spirit was explaining those things to me, opening my mind to be able to understand the things that God needed me to understand in order to live my life in a way that was pleasing to him and in relationship with him. So uh, I, I wanted to clear that up uh, up at the beginning of all of this. We talk about pray, praying without ceasing, and we talk about hearing from God and, and all of these things that seem to be some sort of slang. Uh, 
that's what they mean. And again, you can go to our, our website and there's some other resources you'll be able to download and worksheets and that kind of thing, other links to help you understand some of these concepts. So take advantage of that if you haven't already. The website address is christianessentialspodcast.com. One last note, one thing that I want you to really understand about uh, prayer is that when you pray and you feel like you've heard from God, there's been an impression, there's a thought process there, and you think, God's telling me to do this, whatever it is. Know this one thing, that prayer and study of God's Word goes hand in hand, because He will never, and I will underline the word never, He will never contradict His Word. If you feel like you've heard from God and then you find out that the thing you heard is actually opposite of what God's Word says, you didn't hear it from God. It's a thought process that came from somewhere else. You also have to recognize that Satan will try to deceive you. So as you pray, maybe you start to think, well, uh, you're struggling because you're not really hearing anything. And all of a sudden you get a thought and you go, oh, that must be what God's telling me. Go and look that principle up in the Bible or go to someone you can trust to ask them the question. You know, I feel like God's telling me to do this. What do you think about that? And they'll be able to pray for you and with you to try to discern whether or not that thing that you heard uh, was actually accurate or in alignment with God's Word. Let me give you an example, and this is an extreme example. You're praying about something, and you feel like God has told you that you need to go out and kill some people. Uh, you didn't hear that from God. Here's how I know you didn't hear that from God. If you look at uh, the Ten Commandments, it says, Thou shalt not murder. So based on the fact that God has a commandment that says you're not to do that, I doubt that he would tell you to go out and do that. Can you follow me? That, that's the idea. You want to verify the things that you think you're, you're hearing. You want to get an understanding of God's way of thinking. And once you've been doing this for a while and you've been praying and you've been studying God's Word, you're learning and you're growing in your relationship with the Lord, it's going gonna, it's gonna to become easier and easier to be able to tell the difference. You'll be able to recognize the counterfeit when it shows up. You won't be tricked. You won't be fooled. You'll know that you've heard from God or that you haven't heard from God and that you need to continue praying, and that you need to ask other people to pray with you. You cannot do this Christian walk in a vacuum. You can't try to do this like the Lone Ranger, so to speak. Those of you in other countries probably don't know who the Lone Ranger is, uh, but he was an old cowboy movie character that did the right thing, and, uh, but he was always sort of by himself. But even the Lone Ranger had a sidekick. He had a, a guy that followed him around and helped him. Uh, so uh, Understand that you need other people in your life in order to be able to navigate all of this. So that's where God places the local church. The people in the local church 
have different levels of experience. Some of them will be brand new to Christianity like you might be. Others will have years of experience. Some may come from different backgrounds and different financial levels and they've had other experiences in their life that maybe you're going through and you thought you were the only person that ever went through that kind of situation. Well, once you start to talk to people in the local church and pray with them, you'll start to realize that other people have the same things going on that you have going on. So as you begin your journey in prayer, spend time with the Lord uh, quietly. Have your Bible handy. Study through the Word. Ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit so that you can understand what you're reading. And then also ask Him to partner you with someone who can help you to understand. Someone who, who is willing to make themselves available for you to ask those questions to. Uh, and if you're an experienced Christian, if you're listening to this and, and you're, um, uh, you've been a Christian for uh, some time, make yourself available to others the same way. Uh, the, the whole key to a successful Christian journey is to have someone ahead of us that's helping us and feeding us and then being able to reach back and help to feed and nurture someone else. If we have both of those relationships, then we're going to have a fulfilled Christian life and be able to live a lifestyle that's actually pleasing to the Lord. So with that said, uh, we're going to end this episode. I'll see you again next week. Next week, we're actually going to begin a discussion of Bible study. Uh, how do we do Bible study what kind of resources are available to us to be able to study God's Word and help it start making sense uh, to us. And uh, we'll load up some links to the podcast website that you can download and, and go and look at materials and things like that. So uh, until next time, be blessed. Look for opportunities to pray without ceasing during the week. Stay in an attitude of prayer. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Thank you for tuning in. For more information and resources, please visit our website, ChristianEssentialsPodcast.com. Also, visit our sponsors, ChristianGiftDepot.com and iSuccess Academy. You've been listening to the Christian Essentials Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe.